0: I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to The The Reading Reading Aloud Aloud Podcast.
1: Podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple.
0: That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) All right. This episode is going to be full of what pregnancy farts <laughs> well
1: <laughs> we're, we're just recording our normal day then
0: <laughs> which leads me to my next topic
1: yes pregnancy sex. farts and sex Ooh, do those go hand in hand unfortunately do pregnancy do. farts lead to sex
0: <laughs> uh if you're hey me.
1: babe are you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um
0: <laughs> They do go hand in hand and I'll explain why later, but most importantly, do you remember how I never farted once the whole time I knew you the whole like five years and then I got pregnant?
1: Neither you or Trouser ever farted (laughs) and then literally in the past year, but you know, yeah, year, you two are like, like, you know, gas machines. I
0: think that part of it is that we're in COVID and we're never apart. There's never time for me.
1: Like so, before were you holding them in in the morning, and then I would leave, and like the door would I shut, would, and you'd I, be like, "Woo!" <laughs>
0: I I would say that like when you're alone. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, totally. You know, it's yeah, like, I, I know about that. <laughs> so in a way, yeah, like um, if I have the choice between before you walk out the door to work or after you walk out the door, understood? Yeah. Um, except for that one time that because of health issues, I had like had, was not allowed to eat dairy or sugar or what else, like anything.
1: Broccoli. We, what right. You couldn't eat anything.
0: Anything. And so then we found this in bunny ears, ice cream.
1: In bunny ears, you mean quotations for <laughs> folks that can't see you right now. You're <laughs> like I, in bunny ears.
0: Well that's why I said bunny ears.
1: Do people know that?
0: uh please like do, please weigh in please respond to reading aloud if somebody says at gmail.com do you know bunny ears absolutely they know bunny yeah, ears
1: yeah well speaking of weighing in can i defer us just off track just for a second we're going to come right back to the smelly subject i just want to let folks know that are listening we had the most downloads of the reading aloud podcast we have ever had in the month of exponentially more in the month of september and we're on track to beat that in october so we are are on track to beat that in october and so just thank you thank you thank Thank you so much for listening, for sharing this podcast with your friends, for coming along on this journey with us. We hope that it is inspiring, insightful, creative, intentional conversation in your relationships. And I I just can't thank you all enough. If you haven't shared it with your friends, please go and do that and continue to listen.
0: Right. So the the actual call to action is please... Actually Share this podcast, your favorite episode, with one person. There you go. Yeah. Secondly, please review us. Just yes. go and review us. We love the reviews, they're so fun to read, and they're just Spotify, Apple boosters. Podcasts,
1: um, uh, iHeartRadio. I think we're now on the new um, uh, Amazon service if that's how you're getting your podcast but really on any of the on any of the things but the stitcher. reviews stitcher on on any of the reviews are really really helpful thank so you thank you okay okay back to farts
0: this that one time that I ate the whole pint because I was like so deprived of all things delicious that I ate the whole pint of fake ice cream and it was like Ooh, air. yeah that was bad that was bad that was
1: bad. That was like um, that was
0: like chemical. What kind burn. of
1: what kind of ice cream was that? It was like Halo, I mean, it's totally I just. I think it was, it was Halo, c- but Halo. Yeah, it was completely fake. It wasn't import- even you couldn't even call it ice cream. That's the most important and it was part. Like, it was all quote unquote bunny ears, healthy.
0: No, but it's know? all chemicals.
1: All chemicals. It was They're not healthy. Sorry. So Halo whole, will
0: never sponsor us. You no, know,
1: no. This episode is not brought to you by Halo.
0: I, I can, are we sure it's Halo before we I have no idea. Okay. Let's let's, let's just be sure. Let's be
1: sure. We don't we're we not don't sure. Okay. Okay. So but we really wanted to talk I about farted. sex because you told me that earlier. Yep. I yeah. sure do. Okay. Now that I'm in the mood after talking about farts for the past five minutes.
0: You're weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> Family. We are actually going to talk about sex, like our sex life right now. So turn it off if you don't want to hear about it because we're about to turn it off. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. oh my God. Wait, did you rehearse that? No! <laughs> oh my God.
0: People's ears are like i just yeah. blew out their yeah. eardrums. Yeah. and that cackle I let's no, let's no, no, get just into really it like though just, yeah. okay what no it's not an easy subject to talk about Totally. patience my love totally it's, diving <laughs> head
1: first right in it's
0: all it's all it's all innuendos now patience diving head first just hold hear me out
1: <laughs> what kind of innuendos? <laughs> You're like,
0: what kind of sex are you having? Listen, I just want to say we record, we attempted to record a podcast last year about sex, and we did. Well, let me just say, but it wasn't
1: really actually about sex.
0: It wasn't quite as juicy mm-hmm. as this one's going to mm-hmm. be because yeah. it was more about like uh, how we learned about sex, like teenage years stuff, and we didn't even talk about right, ever right, having right. sex. Well, we just, and we
1: also talked about sex a little bit in one of the fertility episodes. Yeah. when we were detailing that, we talked about the the difficulties around having sex. And that. I just yeah. think
0: this time it's gonna be juicier,
1: great. Okay. Well, well, you have you have really worked this out and um, <laughs> and uh,
0: oh my God, we're gonna be five. We're yeah, gonna- we're gonna
1: be five. and And so I want to hear from you. So take it away, my right. soul on like what you so. want to talk about,
0: okay. thanks. I think it's important that we talk about sex during pregnancy because, it's very different. And, you know, we just came off this horrendous, well, I, it's not that wasn't the most horrendous thing in the world, but we've talked about it. Like, we came off this scheduled sex, and now we have the option to have sex if we want to or not.
1: Oh, scheduled in terms of trying, trying to get to, pregnant. Yes. Yeah, got it. Got it. I was like, really? We were scheduling it? I don't remember that. <laughs> it was in my planner. <laughs> okay, no, you but don't you, remember? you, you, you mean like time in the month scheduled to get pregnant. Got it. Right.
0: So now there's freedom and flexibility. You know, I was talking with another one of my pregnant friends and I was explaining that like I had, we had like very difficult for me, like kind of tenuous sex while we were in the first trimester because it was like my menage was so bad, my fatigue. I couldn't smell you. I couldn't touch. I couldn't be touched. Like all the things, and like I mean, you smelled so bad, I almost lost my mind.
1: And we we were also, I think, kind of nervous. Like there was a little eggshell walking there. Of we didn't want to screw anything up, you know. We, you know, I know, I think we knew that we couldn't. You know, at that point, like sex is not going to interfere. You can certainly have sex; it's safe for the baby and all that kind of stuff. But. We were a little nervous because it was like, don't do anything that's out of the ordinary. Just like remain calm and healthy until we get through this, the tenuous time.
0: Yeah. I would say for me, it had more to do with being sick than that.
1: And the way I smelled.
0: But that's about being sick and just not being able to tolerate any smell. But like everything, my sense of smell is not heightened like that anymore. So I was talking with a girlfriend about it and she was like, oh, good for you and she's had a couple kids she's pregnant again and she's like good for you there's no way I was ever having sex for the first three months of my pregnancy and I was like oh okay I thought that was interesting because we were having sex about once a week and I think that's good you know I think for a lot of people that might be a lot Um, for us that didn't feel like as much as normal I just really appreciate your flexibility with the whole thing but I really want to talk about second trimester sex.
1: Okay. Is so, there
0: anything else you want to add about first trimester sex? It was very difficult. It's very
1: difficult. There's not.
0: And farts.
1: Yeah. Go go for it. Wait. Well,
0: and the, the thing where the intersection between sex and farts is that it's all down there and the farts get moved around.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, i'm trying to nail down exactly here
0: what we're talking about yeah
1: i mean you want to so you want to talk about second trimester sex i i hear that that's the important stuff right and so what what aspect of it because you know i've heard you say that you know girlfriends have been telling you and it's common knowledge oh you get your sex drive back second trimester is the best that's that's we hear that a lot. So, what aspect of that are you not feeling that way? Are you are you wanting to explore how like our sex lives have to shift in the way around pregnancy and just like we accustomed to a new normal or something like that? Like, what 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 really? What's really on your mind right now?
0: I want to talk about the conversation we had this morning, something that we've just started doing. And then I think getting to the second trimester is not an overnight experience. You know, for me, it's not like a
1: switch on, switch off.
0: There's a fairly big difference, but right. It is not a switch on, switch off. And so, you know, I still have some nausea. I'm still tired, et cetera. I'm not just like back to normal. But I think it's interesting, you know, these articles, they say things and then you expect them to be true. And, you know, one of the things they say is like, not only are you going to feel better and want to have more sex, you're, you have like an increased sex drive. And that just hasn't happened to me yet. Um, I think this episode is for all the pregnant ladies out there that like somebody's finally talking about this out loud and that people are willing to, we're willing to share our experience because it is a moving target and we're figuring it out. Yeah. Overarchingly, the whole thing has taken a a lot of flexibility and change. So we are it's nothing is the same right now. And I don't expect it to be and I don't need it to be. I'm not grieving the loss of how it was. We had many years of how it was because we could not make baby. Um, and so now we have and I'm just like, <sighs> bring on the change. <laughs>
1: Hey baby. Hey baby. Yeah. So on the topic of sex, it's amazing to me how the sex I find in our relationship is, and and I and I would dare to argue that this is somewhat common in a lot of relationships. It's a little bit rhythmic, like when you're when you're in a rhythm of having regular sex, you're, it's it's a much easier, and then when you're out, it's hard to kind of get back going again.
0: I think it's sex begets sex, like sleep begets sleep. Exactly. The more you sleep, the more you sleep. The more you have sex, the more you have sex.
1: Exactly. And so relating it specifically to pregnancy is that in that first trimester, at least your experience was zilch. You you didn't want to, as you said earlier, we did maybe once a week, but that might have been pushing it like it really was difficult. And then in the second semester, there seems to be this kind of societal narrative and pressure that says, oh, you're going to have stronger sex drives, you should have a lot more. But nobody talks about that kind of transition from you and your partner are not necessarily connected sexually. You're really connected emotionally during this time because, you know, I would say all stand-up partners out there are doing their best in that time to show up for um their pregnant partner and to you know and so you're really connected in that way you're connected emotionally because you're undergoing this incredible process of creating life together yada 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 but you're just not probably connected sexually and then all of a sudden you, all the articles are saying you're going to flip a switch and want to have sex a lot of times but it's not always like that and we've had this experience over the past couple of weeks where I think there's a desire to have sex, but we haven't quite figured out how to get it going again. One thing that we've come to in this past is just like a little bit of sex right in the morning, not even to an orgasm or anything like that, just a little bit. That's
0: sort of the punchline. So we listened to a pod, We listen to Krista Tippett's On Being with uh, guest Esther Perel, who wrote the book, Mating in Captivity. So we haven't read Mating in Captivity, but what's interesting about the book that I understand is that it's really about like from a biological and sociological and psychological standpoint, how when you first meet, there's this chasing each other around thing. And then biologically, and that's just to kind of hook the relationship in, to get the re- the relationship grounded. And then after some time together, it, it's like it's not that you mean to stop that. It's just that it's really biologically, you just stop chasing each other around with that kind of frantic, desired desperation. And you and I have reflected back many times of like how insanely impossible it was to stay off each of each other I mean in I mean, we were just taking a hike the other day and we were like oh up there it's like in the woods you know I mean it's like it was in it was impossible to stay away from each other when we were around each other we looked for every opportunity to get down and you know but then the, it, it goes away and it's not that I have any less interest in you or that sex is even I mean it's amazing right it's just this is what she was speaking to is like the biological nature of it and so and and she also talked about you know when you start having children if you were chasing each other around the kitchen table I think that's the that's the description she like the image she describes you would not be paying enough attention to the baby biologically speaking it does not work to chase each other down every five minutes the way you do in the beginning when you're trying to land this relationship so, you know, but people don't talk about that. People talk about like healthy sex life and do it all the time and what, you know, they think there's this illusion and whatever. And so, one thing that she suggests is what you just described a little bit of sex every morning.
1: It's like, well, I don't think that she even says every morning. She does. And- does she say every morning? Every day,
0: and I think she says in the morning.
1: See, but I would every morning is a lot for some people.
0: Well, just like a dietitian or a new uh, a dietitian might say, eat five servings of broccoli or of veggies every day because that's their area of expertise. So they're super honed into how to have healthy eating. I think as a sex expert, she's saying you know, this is, how this is one way to have a healthy sex life, build it into your routine, just like waking up and drinking coffee, just like brushing your teeth, have a little bit of sex every day. And it keeps this like, extra layer and level of intimacy in the relationship.
1: Yeah, I I hear that. And I appreciate that. I think for me, like, one of the shifts that I need to to begin to do myself my desire to have sex with you and my sex drive with you is strong there's no lack of strength in that but there is a part of me that needs there to be very intimate connection like i need there to be some type of passion for me to really be tuned into it and so the little bit of sex has been good but that 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 was only possible for me specifically As I have worked on being able to relax during sex, just relax, not have it so, I mean, it's good to be intimate and passionate and whatnot, but it doesn't need to always have that kind of really high level of passion to be enjoyable and fun. And that has been a growth area for me that has allowed me to open up and have just the little bit of sex in the morning to help us get back on a rhythm.
0: Yeah. that's. Thanks for sharing that. I really appreciate hearing that. Yeah. I think for me, probably the way that I have felt like it's possible is to get rid of all of the conditioning that says that it's got to look a certain way. And so, you know, as we were talking today, so my belly is getting bigger with this baby and um, obviously, and thankfully, and you know, comfort is now a thing, right? Like soon I'm not going to be able to lay on my back for very long because there's some pinch thing. I don't know. They say like it cuts. because yeah,
1: your organs are like in your shoulders <laughs> right. or well, whatever they, they, they <laughs> go. <laughs> I don't know where they go. <laughs> I, don't where they, I don't know
0: where they go. Really, where are they?
1: They're like, there's well, you they're know, all your miniature. kidneys and your pinky. And <laughs> no,
0: like they just all get miniature. That's why I like. They get smushed. 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 That's why I can't eat as much. Itty and that's baby. why. that's why i can't eat as much and that's why i have to pee all the time and breathing is harder they're just smushed okay i'm actually pretty into pregnant my pregnant body (laughs) and since we're talking about sex can we talk about what you said the other day (laughs) on the hike
1: i don't remember
0: are you kidding me you asked if you could take a picture of my oh right right (laughs) this
1: is a joke yes i made a joke yeah yeah, go for it. So I asked to take a picture. Of your, your.
0: He said, "Hey, can I get can I get a picture of that baby bump for to, for the old spank bank <laughs> for my spank bank?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you have to look it up on Urban Dictionary. We are not going to. Yeah, you.
1: only on Urban Dictionary. Don't look it up on like the regular internet. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you'll get yourself be in trouble. a weird porn.
0: Yeah, you'll get yourself in <laughs> trouble. Um. Uh, anyways, so.
1: Yeah. So I'm a, into my, a, Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. So I'm into yeah. it.
0: I'm actually not that worried about looks and I have Good for you, babe. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm good actually for you. I did not know how that would go. This like Freedom.
1: this natural growth, you know, this like um you know, way in which your body's getting bigger, which has typically a negative connotation. It doesn't have to or should in our society, but it does. But it's like a way in which your body's getting bigger, but that is AKA healthy. Oh, I'm so proud know? of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It has a totally different connotation. Now, you know, there's certain outfits and photos you've taken, and I'm like, oh, it's interesting. I'm bigger all over. And, you know, just getting to take that in as a woman in this society. And, um, but I think for the most part, especially naked, I'm proud. I'm proud. Yeah. You should be. Thanks. So no it wasn't that that wasn't what I was going to say what I was going to say is this preconceived notion about how sex has to go I mean my gosh it is amazing to me that I could be 36 and still have s- these deep subconscious beliefs that sex is like
1: 36 married for many years yeah, huh? yeah. oh
0: many, many many many
1: years people don't even know how long yeah we long can almost not count it on one hand
0: <laughs> almost not <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know that it's gotta be like penis and vagina from beginning to end, you know, right from like start to and everybody finishes, and it's like that's just not like and that's what you were saying this morning, and that was the thing that was so lovely. you were like, you know, so we had a little bit of sex, and you said, um, you said. I'm excited to explore how this is going to look or how this mm-hmm. is going to evolve because I was kind of uncomfortable and we were looking for new positions and pretty much you were like perched on one elbow, like <laughs> neck bent. I mean, it was like ridiculous.
1: Yeah, we were. What's it called? Kama Sutra or something? So, yeah, exactly. But but uh, unintentionally, yeah. like awkwardly. Awkward. Yeah. Well,
0: would have you'd have lost an arm too much more time.
1: But yeah, I feel that, you know, and 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 I do stand by that. And I am curious as to how having a child will change our sex life. And I think automatically when I say that, I can feel my mind jumping around to frequency of sex. And I think that that's also something that we're getting at here is that society or when we typically talk about sex in a relationship, it's all around frequency. And we don't actually talk about the style of sex, or how you're having sex, or when, or where. It's just about how much. How much? Is it a lot? Is it a little? It doesn't mean, could it be a lot of a little sex, you know, or could it be, um, does that the way that works for you? Or Or are you a couple that maybe just wants to like, not have sex for a month and then do like a weekend getaway and you have like you fill up your, you know, sexual appetite and that maybe that's the way you vibe with it. And that's I think what I was hitting on was that I'm I'm curious to see how our sex lives will evolve both through this pregnancy and with a kid, how we will evolve as a couple to maintain a healthy sex life. Potentially, that we define. That we define. Thank you. That we define.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for it too.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be good. And again, coming back to, to our listening audience here, I, I'd really actually be curious if if some of y'all want to send in some questions about this. But certainly we can you know remain them all anonymous. But again, reading aloud, love at gmail.com, all one word.
0: What's a good example of a question somebody could send in?
1: How do I talk about this with my partner? Mm. And we can have a conversation about that about Mm -hmm. how we talk about it or what's a good way to bring it up in your Mm. relationship. Sex or anything? Anything. I mean, I was specifically referring to like sex, but anything. You know, another one might be you know, again, we're not experts on this, but, but we are willing to share, but we are willing to share. And we're willing to share our own experience.
0: And I know we're not experts at any of this because nobody should try to live our life just the way we're not trying to live anybody else's life. But I will say, you know, we definitely have been working on this. We definitely, you know, are intentional. So it's like, I don't want to just write it off and say, yeah. we don't know what we're talking about. Cause we do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So Okay, I have a question that'll maybe round this out here. How do you think, like we're talking about, we're interested to see how our, our sex life evolves both through pregnancy and with a kid. How do you, give me a vision of what it might look like that's different from now, and I'll do the same.
0: I actually think that there is a lot of value for me in limited time and space like you catch a window, you know? I always find that when there isn't much time and it's not the real perfect circumstance, I'm I'm much more, it's like, it's almost like it's exciting. And so, you know, when we have a kid, I think, you know, let's get past the part where we don't sleep and we can't see straight because we're so, you know, our mental health is struggling so much that, you know, that's not really where we're at. Um, but after that, it feels like, you know, it feels like the, yeah, like sneak a sneak a minute is going to look really fun for us.
1: Yeah, got it. That's a good one. That's um, the quickies. Yeah. Yes. The quickie. The quickie. The quickie method. The quickie method. Quick. <laughs> I could see mine, I could see us having sex without penetration um, for a period of months. And really exploring that and finding that enjoyable. I think that that, I could you see. You mean post-baby? No, I actually mean like in the third trimester uh, and whatnot. Uh. And and maybe it will, maybe that won't be the case. But I could see that, you know, um, us us exploring that as a sex life. Uh-huh, nice. Um, and then, you know, during baby, I agree with the with the quickie um method i also you know think that i could also see the complete opposite of that where we literally need like scheduled Oh. Like a detailed, like, like a schedule do you know to how, keep us, to keep our sex you know life many, alive. Do
0: you know how many meltdowns that's going to lead to? That's my, that's. Well,
1: I'm not saying that this is what, this was just a question on like, what could you possibly see? I know. I yeah.
0: worry about schedules because I, I know.
1: This is clearly the bad option because <laughs> even in the visioning <laughs> session three years out, you're like, I'm stressed out. <laughs> We're not having sex. I don't care what day you've scheduled it for i'm gonna need a 30 minute breakdown and then you're gonna to get totally turned off and right at that moment then i'm gonna to want to have sex and then you're not gonna to want to which is gonna trigger me again
0: <laughs> you couldn't have described it better <laughs> let's not do that one <laughs> let's not do that one okay all right babe i love you thanks love for the thanks for the conversation thank you